episode nine. This is the King Piccolo Saga Part Two. Just a quick reminder: we can be found on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E backslash KGFP. So, let's just do a little backtrack real quick before I even get to that. I'm John, and I also have an extra here. Hey there. So, this past week we talked about King Piccolo. Piccolo is free from the electric rice cooker, Tambourine defeats Goku, and begins his quest around the world, killing known martial artists. Dajirobe then kills Symbol. Master Roshi, Tien, and Chao Tzu begin their quest for the Panzer Dragon Balls. Goku then takes revenge on Tambourine, and is then quickly defeated and left for dead by Queen Piccolo. Dajirobe then takes Goku to Torin Tower. Master Roshi dies while failing to seal away King Piccolo with the evil containment wave. Shotsu is killed by King Piccolo, then King Piccolo uses her sword, and then King Piccolo murders Shenron, causing the Dragon Balls to be destroyed. All caught up? Dang. We're in a bad place right now. I'm ready. No. Our, our boys are in trouble. Down on their luck. They are struggling, sad. man. Um, Shenron's dead. I'm still shook by that, honestly. Yeah, I didn't um, even know that could happen. I totally forgot that that happened, so now it's like, what? That's not a thing. You can't kill Shenron. Well, we're back in it. Getting right into it here. Um, we don't really we don't really let up. You know, we took a break, but we get right back into it in 113 here. Mm-hmm. Siege on Shower Castle. Yajirobe begins the climb of Torn Tower with Goku on his back. King Piccolo storms the King's Castle. Yeah, this is a good like setup episode, I feel like. Um, we learn some things about how the world works in this in this place because um, King Piccolo wanted to meet the King of the Earth. I think he said that's a dog. And I was like, "What is the King of the Earth?" But well, we learn that the world has forty three. They call them sectors, so it's like forty three countries, basically, with forty three kings. And a dog. Um, so King Furry is a dog. He's disgusting. <laughs> He's a damn dog, and he rules one of the sectors. Um, so basically, his plan is to just like storm in there and say, all you guys, all you other guys, you better just let me be the ruler, or else I'm going to do the same thing to you. I'm going to destroy your city. So that's I think that's kind of his plan. Um, so Eastern City is celebrating 20 terms of this king. Yeah, so apparently the most well-liked politician on earth. Yeah, he's got little kids giving him flowers and shit. Yeah, well, he seems like a pretty peaceful guy. Yeah, he seems you like know? a pretty good. I mean, he seems seems pretty good to me. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably vote for him. Um, and we see Snow. Snow is there. Yeah, Snow is back. Little character, little character insert. Throwback from the Monkey Tower days, the dark days. Um. Let's see. We get to see the rest of the Muscle Tower guys. On they're watching it. Yeah, they're all watching it at home. Which I mean, I guess suggests that they were operating in somewhere in or around Eastern City. Yeah, or at least somewhere in somewhere that sector. In that country, I mean. yeah. Um. So, just as Snow is gonna give um, King Furry his bouquet because there's all these girls from all these like villages like giving flowers to the king. Just as he's going to do that, there's an explosion, and uh, King uh, King Piccolo arrives, and he declares himself the king. Um, but there's already a king. He's a dog, so... He is a dog. Thank you, John. He's uh, pretty much just insta-killing everyone. Um, there's, like, one big guy who tries to fight him. Yeah, it's kind of funny, because they do almost hype it up yeah. for a second. Like, for a second, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Is yeah. he gonna do something? He's, he's huge. And he's like, yeah, you yeah. guys can't go past her. You can't go see the king. Yeah, yeah. And then Piccolo just like grabs his fist and I think puts him through a wall or something. Like, like breaks his fist or something. Yeah, and then yeah, throws yeah. Him through a wall. Yeah. It was very uh, anticlimactic. It's like one of those things that they do, like with um, King Chapa. Yeah, like, yeah. They were like, this is a big guy, strong guy who's gonna do something. He's gonna, and then he's just gone. Like, yeah. You know. Immediately yeah. afterwards. Um, so, King Piccolo's taking control and 
So Noah's like, where's Goku? He can save us. Well, meanwhile, Goku is on Jajirobe's back. Mm-hmm. Um, they already went up the tower, right? Well, they're, they're, no, they're about to climb they're up. They're about to climb up, so we get to see... We get uh, to see Bora. Bora and Upa. Yeah. We get to watch uh, Bora show us his best shot put. Yes. Very cool. He shot puts Yajirobe and Goku up the tower. A long ways. Yeah, decent, decent ways. Um, and Yajirobe is getting increasingly pissed off throughout the entire thing. And is very uh, food motivated, as we've already covered. Yes. But you can tell it's slowly losing its luster. The man, the man loves food. He's willing to climb Corn Tower for a good meal. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. And then the rest of the gang has now found Tian, who kind of goes over how fucked they are. Yeah, because Tian is next to Master of Jinchatsu's dead body. Yeah, and, and then and the uh, the seven rocks that were dragged. Yes, uh, which I also think is silly that Tian Tian like I guess it's fair because he thinks Goku's dead. But, um, he goes on this, like, solo mission. He's like, it's up to me now. Mm-hmm. He beats him. He's like, we'll help you. We'll help you. He's like, no. I'm going to the mountain to train you all. Yes. And It's like a redemption arc for him, I think. But it's a failed redemption arc. Well, we'll get there. But, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know who would, who would he train with. I mean, yeah, I, it, it makes sense, but, like, Yamcha? It, it's it's the way that he does it. It's yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. he shuts that around. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaozu's dead. It's your fault, homie. Yeah. But, like... It's not what you did. It's the way you succeed. Yeah. Right? Like, we get it, man. We've, it's Dragon Ball. We've all gotten a friend killed at this point. Yeah. Well, like, the only person would be Yamcha, really. But, like, something happened to his leg. Yamcha's getting fucked by life continuously. He doesn't need to lose a friend. What, uh... How'd he break that leg? (laughs) (laughs) Well, too bad Tian doesn't have someone to train with. Yeah. Well, anyway, moving on right along. Uh, You want to take this one? Sure, sure. So, uh, episode 114 is called Conquest and Power. In this episode, King Piccolo overthrows King Curry and rules as Earth's king. And Corrin tells Goku about the Ultra Divine Water. Silly. So we start with, I believe, the king is... King doesn't want to leave. He wants to stay with his people, but they're like, you have to go to keep us safe. So he gets in a plane, and they start to fly away. Piccolo sees them flying away and jumps on top of the plane. I think that's where the episode starts. And it, he, Piccolo, yeah. Piccolo wants him to make an announcement that, uh, that he... That, that he's king, and he won't do it. So he essentially drops a nuclear bomb on uh, Eastern City, and just leaves a giant crater. Like yeah. probably half the city, or the half the city is a hole, and the other half is rubble. I mean, that would be an interesting idea to drop some sort of attack on civilization. Yeah, I don't know if the. I would imagine not if there's energy from a body. Yeah, I mean that would assume that people that are fired. Regardless, it's a big giant hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, all right, fine. Yeah. God, I'll make the announcement. Don't have to be such a jerk. And the narrator calls Yajirobe Goku's friend, but yeah. I'm not sure if we're confirming that. Yeah, at the beginning they're like, and Goku and his friend Yajirobe reached the top of Corn Tower. And I'm like, across. I don't know if he's his friend. Regardless, though, Goku and Yajirobe make it to the top of Corn Tower where Corn is waiting. He mm-hmm. knows everything because of his fancy water jars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is the part of this saga, I think, that really hurts it, in my opinion. Like this whole... This whole little this whole little side quest we have to take yeah. right now. So I would agree. So, yeah. basically, what's going on is... Um, they get to the top. Goku obviously gives Yajirobe some sensu beans. Yajirobe's pissed. So he eats like eight handfuls of sensu beans. Yeah. Which I think would kill you. Like, holy fuck it. Yeah, hundreds of sensu beans. Yeah. I mean, and one could assume, based on that, would be the reason that there's a sensu bean shortage in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. 
He's the same as us. DeAndre, we ate him up. Um, so, while that's all happening, Corrin, uh, he, he, well, Goku asked Corrin to train him again. Mm-hmm. But he goes, well, I can't teach you anything else. And then he basically gives Goku the option of, like, well, there's this super divine water that you can go for if you want. And it just, it hurts this arc. We'll get more into it in a little bit as we cover it. But yeah, um, there's more to cover in this episode. It's just that whole, this whole part just hurts. Yeah, he like, he like does that thing in a lot of TV shows where he's like, or movies where there's nothing I can do. Unless. There's something I can do. Unless there's this secret thing that no one knew about until right at this moment. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of writing yourself out of that one, aren't you? Yep. But also in this episode, you we get Goku um, learns that Matsuroshi dies. Uh, yeah. Yep. And yep. Um, yep. they get a nice little flashback. And let's see, Bulma makes a couple more cryogenic chambers for people. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta preserve those dead bodies. Right. Right. She probably capitalizes those too, which is still baffling idea. She just keeps them in her pocket. Yeah, man, you just walk around with dead faces in your wallet. <laughs> what if you like meant to like throw your car capsule? <laughs> you just, just, it's just grilling. <laughs> uh, uh, Can you imagine how bad Americans would just abuse the capsulation idea? Oh yeah. Oh, it would be absolutely rampant. It'd yeah. be like I know exactly what would happen. You'd definitely be seeing some weird shit get on the top of buildings. Yeah. Because you had some jackasses that, like, sneak up on top of the roof somewhere, and all of a sudden they throw out a capsule on the fucking Land Rover. Yeah. Up there. It would make parking a lot easier. I mean, honestly, yeah. And moving. Moving? I hate moving. They moved the whole house. They did do They did do that. Although, I mean, I feel like... Like, what about, like, the water mains and all that other stuff? No, 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 important. Not important. We're past that. Okay. I forgot. Not We're not here to talk about anything with Dragon Ball. Not in this universe. Uh, <laughs> TM begins training. He's trying to master the evil Tanya wave, which he saw once. Mm-hmm. So he, he says, he's like, well, I'm the only one who can do it because I saw it. And I guess that's how you do things. Yeah. See one, do one. You know, this could have been a novel idea. You could have taken Yamcha with you. Yeah. And then he could have learned the evil contain away from you. You know, then you can give it a try. And then you just, you know, you just keep teaching the evil containment wave to a bunch of people. Yeah. And then you just fucking surround his ass. Or te- teach it to somebody that isn't as important, like like Ulam. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he wants to go, and he starts doing that on his own. Um, Yamcha is uh, notably notably sad. He's like, I want to I want to be a part of this. It pretty much pretty much in this arc is a given. If Yamcha is brought up, he'll say something along the lines of, "If only my bike was back, normal." Yeah, he's like, "If only I was stronger." He's like sitting at the wrong table. Like he he used to like sit at the cool table at lunch, and now he's like. He's sitting at some other table, and yeah. he's like, I don't want to be here. I want to go back to the cool table. Mm-hmm. But he can't. They kicked him off varsity. Yeah. You can't sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much wraps up that episode. Yeah, I think so. Because, um, I'll even take this one because we're getting into the stupid part. All right. I'll take the stupid part. 115 is called Awaken Darkness. In this episode, Goku and Yajirobe go to find the Ultra Divine Water. That's that's pretty much it. Um, what can I say? Um, I was we could spare you guys, but let's talk about it. No, let's do it. I thought the piano part was kind of funny. Um, the piano has all the chefs in the castle lined up because obviously they're both city people, and uh, they, they he I imagine asked them to make some food. Yeah, and so they did. Yeah, and he goes and it looks beautiful, by the way. If you want to show me, it's like a nice spread. Yeah, it does. And he goes and tries it. He's a bird. Terrible. But he's like, Ew, this will not do at all. You should go find 60,000 newts and some other stupid ingredient that doesn't exist. 
an entirety brain. And then he's like, you have one hour. One hour. And he's like, Darren, I don't like you. Yeah, he's, he's kind just, of a bitch. He's just really annoying, yeah. I feel like. And he doesn't really provide anything to the plot. He's, he's just a yes man. He's just like that kid who's like behind his dad, like hyping up his dad, you know? Yeah. Like, he's just like in the background, like hiding. I don't like him. He reminds me of the parrot in Aladdin, if the parrot in Aladdin wasn't funny at all. Yeah, kind of, yeah, basically. Um, that's a good comparison. Um, also, if I remember correctly, we learned that um, Piccolo doesn't need to eat food. Like, Namekians don't eat. Yes. So we can assume that he's just eating because he enjoys it, not because food is good. That's fair. And I mean, I probably would too. Yeah, food's cool. Yeah, I like food. On the other end of things, getting into the, I mean, I don't know, I, it's not dumb, just distraction all through all through the plot. So, yeah, so, first of all, Yadro and Goku talk to Goku. Goku says, I'm going to go get this ultra divine water, Yadro, he says, I'm not doing that. And so he leaves. And so he goes down the stairs, and then Corrin talks to him, saying something like, be careful, yada, yada, yada. This is how you get to the Ultra Divine Water. Brings him to one of his jars and then sends Goku down without a coat into what I can only imagine is the coldest place on the planet. Into the jar, right? Yeah. It's sort, jar. sort of like Blue's Clues when they jump into like the painting. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. And then he falls down this jar for a while and then he's in a blizzard. Mm-hmm. And so inside there he goes up you know off and walking and happens upon Yajirobe who was looking for more food and fell into the jar by mistake so again it could have been better but we're already here so they go through the ice like this ice maze until this giant monster appears made of snow who just blowy blowy wind stuff on him mm-hmm. and so then Yajirobe cuts it in half and it grows back yeah. and then Goku hits it with a Kamehameha, and it grows back, and then it goes to hit them. Goku jumps into Yajirobe, mm-hmm. knocking him out of the way, and they go sledding for like three minutes on Yajirobe, yeah. until they finally fall into like a bottomless chasm. Yeah. That about sums it up? That about sums it up. Cool. I remember thinking how weird this whole thing was and how it felt so detached from the rest of the arc. Oh, but just wait, it gets weirder. It oh oh it gets weirder, but it's um it does turn out that this entire thing is filler. Um so in the canon, um what happens is Corin's like, there's this ultra divine water. Here you go. And he drinks it. But I guess they needed some more episodes. They must have. They must have needed to fill out the lineup, so. Um, The only thing that I think you missed is at the end, they fall into a chasm, and um, we see, we hear some evil um, laughter, I think, and then Master Roshi steps out of the darkness. Yes. That is also true. Oh, and Tion is still training, and he's making progress. Yeah, we see, like, a minute of him, like, getting a little bit better. That's about it. Yep. 116. A Taste of Destiny. Goku encounters an illusion of his friends created by darkness. Goku drinks the ultra-divine water. King Piccolo tells the world that all crimes are permitted without repercussions. Yeah. Um, and darkness, when we say created by darkness, darkness is the name of the, like, protector of this ice maze. Spooky, spooky villain. So it's... He is darkness. Like that's his name. Great. I wish my name was darkness. No, you don't. I guarantee you, there's a first grader out there that has the name darkness. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. What's your name? Darkness Vandermill. You like go to like fill out a job app, and they're like, darkness. No. My dad made me. We're gonna pass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me, Doc. I had someone. Like, it was a great show. Is it a is it a girl? Like it's Lucy for short. I don't know. Because that would be that'd be kind of cool. I had another one was Kenobi Ray. That's fun. Can you imagine if you mess one named Lucy and then you find out their full name is Lucifer? I'm pretty metal. I'd be like, dang, that's 
pretty, you're a badass. I'm waiting for someone named their kid Goku. Yeah, I'm sure that they're out there. The closest I got was I saw a Costco employee named Sega, and he looked like the kind of guy who... Sega? Sega. S-E-G-A. <laughs> Same as the game, just the man did like a triple take. I was like, wait, Sega? what? And yeah, and he was, he had super long hair, very scraggly, and he looked like he kept things in his mom's basement, and he hates his dad. Definitely hates his dad. For naming his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Back on track here. <laughs> well, Yajirobe and Goku are now at the bottom of the pit. Yeah. And Yajirobe calls Goku dumb for saving his life, and they go their separate ways. Yeah, Yajirobe's like, I am leaving. I don't want to be here. Um, so he just tries to find the exit. Goku's like, well, I want the water, so yeah. of course. So he goes along and runs into none other than Master Roshi, mm-hmm. who he's obviously shocked to see, and Master Roshi takes him back to Kamui House. Yes. Keep in mind that all you see is darkness, and it's just the outline of Master Roshi. So, like, Master Roshi, Goku, and Kamui House are all colored in. Yeah, but yeah. the rest of it around is just dark. There's no background. There's no scene. Yeah, they're not on the island or in the mountains. Yes. They're, like, in this weird place still. Um, the gang all... And the gang is all inside. Everyone's inside. But everyone sounds weird. You can definitely tell, like, something's wrong. And they say weird stuff. They're, they are all talking like this. We should stay down here, away from King Piccolo. No one can defeat him. So, coincidentally, the next episode of the show will be done entirely in that voice. <laughs> no, it won't, though. It won't. Okay, it's stay up front, only fans. Yeah, there you go. Alright. But, this all comes to a head where they basically won't stop talking about wanting to stay down there and wait for, like, King Piccolo to get old and die. Yeah. And Goku finally stands up and says, I think you're all a bunch of cowards. And goes to leave, and, uh, then... Master Roshi comes out and fights him. Yeah. And they fight, they fight. Yajirobe gets involved at some point. And yeah. And almost falls off. I think they just, like, move and fight into where he is walking. Yeah. And so... He's a bystander. So, at one point, Goku is hanging off a cliff. Yajirobe then falls off a cliff, too, and Goku catches him. And Master Roshi is at the top of the cliff, stomping on Goku's hand, telling him to let go. Mm-hmm. So he can save himself. Goku says no, and that goes back and forth for about a good minute. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Master Roshi just disappears. And the whole thing was a test. And then you hear the darkness, like, Wa-pash. And then there's like a tea set, and the Divine One is just there in the tea kettle. And I do you see darkness this episode, or is that next episode? I was so irritated by this. Um, I think I think we do see it. Um, yeah, there's a, like a, there, it's like a black lake, and this, like, giant, like, silhouette of a head comes out of the water. Sticky, sticky goo monster. And that's, uh, that's darkness. So we don't actually really see him, I don't think, unless he is just a black head, I don't know, but. That's all he is. Um, so he is gonna drink it, and Yajirobe's like, how many people have drank this water? Darkness says thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. And he says, and how many have lived? And he says, they've all died. And so Yajirobe's like, you can't drink that, Goku. That's stupid. And you know, but here's the thing. I think Yajirobe is like a real reasonable guy. Honestly, yeah. I mean, he's highly food motivated. But as far yeah. as like realistic, I mean, like he is. He's doing mostly what I would do in these situations, like. Like when Goku's fighting old Piccolo, and he's like standing behind the tree and watching, and I'm like, why doesn't he jump in and help? But then I'm like, you know, the the rational thing to do is to hide behind the tree. Most definitely. And I mean, even in here, he's like, that water's go 13, that water is, is rocking a 13 and all record. And he's like, Goku, you don't want to take that thing on. It's undefeated. Goku's like, fuck that. You love death. Yeah, so he drinks it. Uh, that's pretty much where the episode kind of, like, flutters out. Is Goku drinks it, his life kind of flashes before his eyes, and then he's out. Bonk. Yeah, and then Corrin can sense that he drank it. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, King Furry uh, airs the special on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says uh, Piccolo is 
new king. Yep. And the old king was a doll. Um, and so Piccolo's first order is to kill every police officer. Yeah, he like <laughs> literally says he wants to kill all the cops in the world. And then says, and I quote, order is dead and chaos reigns. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, that's aggressive. Coincidentally, Launch says it over Sanji, though. Yeah, Launch is, Launch is kind of into it. So, yeah, I think that's, that's He's pretty gonna much... kill every police officer. And we see... We see some, like, shots of, like, prisons. Um, oh, yeah, he uh, also empties the prison and says crime is now, quote, illegal. Like, everything's yeah. legal. Fucking murder some people. He says the government has too many restrictions, and now you can do anything. Yeah, so it's, like, kind of like a lifelong purge. Yeah, it's, like, it's anarchy. There's, yeah. there's no rules. So, yeah. like, um, I love it. There's a lot of, uh, like, people are, like, looting, like, breaking into stores, they're fighting in the streets, and people, criminals are breaking out of prison, and etc. So the world is, uh, kind of just becoming complete chaos. Um, and that brings us into episode 117, called The Ultimate Sacrifice, in which Goku makes his way to King's Castle to confront Piccolo. So, uh, as you can probably guess... Goku survives yeah. the magic. I was shocked. I, the water. I thought that was the end of the story. Yeah, I really thought we were just going to be done and we are going to find a new show to do. This is the worst ending ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then they get back to the beginning. They find Corrin. Corrin beams them up and Goku uh, gets ready to leave. He feels stronger. He feels at peace, he says. He actually can sense power levels now, which is the first time we hear about that in the show. And you can yeah, only yeah. actually physically display a aura around him. Yeah. In like a blue color. So it's kind of cool to see him, you know, as this show is slowly wrapping up. You know, mm-hmm. keep in mind that we're about ready to get started to see here in the next couple months. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's five seasons and we're on the tail end of four. Yeah. So we're getting close. So yeah. Um, nice to see him adding in those uh, those details that become so important in Z. Yeah, because Yajiroli's like, I think says something like, "How do we, where is Piccolo? How do we find him?" And and Goku's like, "I can sense him." So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then he gets a new Nimbus Cloud. We find out that Corrin is a little Nimbus dealer. He's a little mm-hmm. Nimbus pimp, and so we got like this monster Nimbus Cloud made up of thousands of Nimbus Clouds. Yeah. And Corrin says, cool, pick one. Goku jumps in, he picks one. Yajiroli's yeah. pissed because he can't get one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he leaves. And yeah. sends Piccolo, he takes off. It's basically like um, like a cotton candy machine. And and they like just make one little piece of cotton candy, gives it to Goku. Because he's got this huge amount. And he's like, here, just take this one. It's pretty cool. We learn that Nimbus, the original Nimbus, is from Corrin. Corn gave it to Master Roshi. Mm-hmm. Not sure if or how he ever wrote it with his antics. I don't think he was a pure heart. But um, anyway, I mean, we get. I, in the meantime, we get a little side story with Sano and Ader. Yeah, we do. We get Ader comes back trying to help Sano. They encounter these like four kids while they're trying to help people. They're all you know, Sano and Ader trying to do something. Yeah, they're they're like main guys. And they come across these four kids, and they're like, you guys don't know that you just messed up. We're proud members of the Piccolo gang. Yeah. And then Aider's like, fuck you, and knocks a knife out of their hands. They get super scared, and they change their ways and help. They're like, we're the Cascade Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out for us. Uh, they're just like kids who think they're tough. And Aider, like, basically intimidates them into being helpful. Yep. So they they help they end up helping. Uh, we go back to the team, what's left of the team, and it's still looking pretty hopeless. They've kind of figured out, you know, best case scenario, Tien and Piccolo will be both dead. Well, gone. One will be gone, one will be dead. Right. Right. So that's not great. And then on that and then speaking of Tien, Tien finally learns the wave. Yeah. He figures it out, he's like, I got it. You put me in, coach. You can do the wave. He can do the wave, so he got into a ship and flies there, even though he himself can't fly. Correct. So, <laughs> that's funny. Well, I mean, I still get in my car, and I walk, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, 
So yeah, he heads there. And Goku, Goku and Tien are both heading to the same point, and neither one knows that the other is doing the same thing. Yes. That is accurate. And that is the end of 117. You want to pick 118? Yeah. We said that Tien, Tien tells the gang that he's heading there. Oh yeah, he does. He, he does. He lets them know. He's like, I'm doing You can't thing. help me, but I'm letting you know. I'm doing the thing. But I'm doing stuff. We're going there. Going into 116, which is a taste of destiny. Goku. Oh, yeah. 118. 118. I'm behind. My thingy got messed up. 118. Mm-hmm. Prelude Dimensions. I should have just let you go on until you figured out. Probably, yeah. It would have taken me a second. Yeah. King Piccolo announces Piccolo Day and intends to destroy West City. Tien arrives at the King's Castle and then King Piccolo creates Drum. So, we get some old characters again introduced. Uh, little cameos from Mox King, mm-hmm. Chi-Chi, Dr. Briefs, Mrs. Briefs, and my boy Scratch. Yep, yep. Always coming through with the fire mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, we learned that um, this the day that this episode takes place in this world, it's May 13th. So May 13th is now Piccolo Day. And his plan is every May 13th, he's going to draw a number out of a box. And like we said earlier, there are 43 sectors. So there are 43 numbers. And the one that he draws, he is going to destroy that sector. So what a nice way to celebrate. So the number that he draws is 28, which has West City, which is where we have been. It's a pretty, it's a fairly... It's a happening place. It's a focal point of the show. We've been there. We'll go back there. Foma lives there. Foma lives there. Yep, the briefs live there. Um, that really nice uh, Canadian police officer. I hope he's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you betcha, dearie. I hope he didn't get killed. Oh, he's pick- going to be fine, dearie. Like, Piccolo's order. I hope he's fine. Yeah, he'll be alright. Um, Tien finally gets here, and as Piccolo's leaving, Tien gets to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Piccolo's kind of like, you know, in a hurry, but he's like, there's always time for death. And then yeah. wants to, like, televise it, you know, Southern Rock garbage. Tien kind of... He wants to make an example out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's sick of all the martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, while while that's all happening, the briefs come into play. And yeah. every, they show West City. Everyone's freaking out in West City. Yeah, yeah. Trying to leave, evacuate, yada, yada, yada. But the briefs, they're trying to get out of there, too. They're just doing their own special thing. Yeah, they got more important things. Yeah. They gotta water the plants. Yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite lines in all of Dragon Ball, which is, uh, well, there, Mr. Briefs is rushing Mrs. Briefs mm-hmm. to get ready so they can leave. Yeah, because they're gonna die. Yeah, and Mrs. Briefs is not having any of that horse shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't tell Mrs. Briefs what to do. No. Right? She's a milk. She tells her own kind. Don't marry her. Um, so, that she's like, okay, I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Like, is there anything else you have to do? <gasps> oh no, I forgot to water the plants. And she's like, you know how special your chrysanthemums get if they don't get that morning sprinkle? And that like light Bostonian, New Yorkish accent, whatever yeah. it is. And it's just comedic gold for me. I think those plants have bigger problems. Um, no. no. And then Scratch is messing around, you know, spitting hot fire. Well, we learn that that their cat is named Scratch. This is the first time that we actually, we've seen him before, but now we know that his name is Scratch. Yeah, and he is, he's definitely a cat. He's pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty he's cute. All black and just has, all you can see are his he eyes. all eyeball skin for yeah, sure. Just eyes. I have a cat like that. Yeah, yeah, he's cute. Uh, meanwhile, Chi-Chi thinks that Goku can defeat Piccolo. Um, we go back to Vajirobi to his wife in the media cloud. Corrin is told multiple times, if you're not pure heart, you can't do it. Corrin, or Yajirobe says, fuck you. Jumps off into the Nimbus cloud and falls all the way down mm-hmm. the tower. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is going to do what he wants. And that is to fall five miles straight into the hard earth. So he lands right next to Mora and Upa. Um, and he's fine. He's going to have to He's fine. Just a casual... Five thousand meter fall. He dusts himself off. And he's good to go. Tells him the plan. 
And then Kame House gets broken into again, reinforcing that this hiding spot was shitty. Terrible. So four criminals break in, one of them's an alligator. And yep. they Yamcha and Launch defend it. Yamcha's leg is still bugging. He like he like drop kicks someone through the door. He's, he's like struggling. Yeah, he's struggling. Uh Launch backs him up, and that's fine. And then Goku's almost uh the king's castle. Well, that's gotta be a blow to Yamcha's ego. Oh, yeah, you had to get saved by like, the launch. Like Dude, this whole show is a blow to Yamcha's yeah. ego, with the yeah. exception of the first time we ever saw him in an episode. Yeah, true, true. Um, I think I read somewhere that Toriyama just doesn't like Yamcha, and That's so he fine. just like makes his life terrible. That's fine. Yeah, I think I read that, and I don't know. That kind of makes sense. Um, the only thing I'll add is that um, one of the prisoners who goes to the Kami house, the alligator, We've seen him a couple times. Yeah. Uh, he's in uh, the very first time we go to Kami House, we see him sunbathing in a lawn chair randomly. Um, and then we also see him at the beginning of the Fortune Teller Baba Saga. He's there to uh, to try to get his fortune with a couple of other guys. So then he also tried to rob Goku in the last city when he's there looking for Bulma? Oh, yeah. That might have been him. Yeah. So this alligator gets around. Yeah. And then um, before the episode is over... Uh, Piccolo creates drum because he can't talk some shit about how he's going to win. And he's like, all right, let me make you an opponent I know you can stand up against. And he makes drum. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. But, battle cry, 119, the episode we're on. Tien failed in his attempt to use the evil containment wave against King Piccolo. Goku returns to face King Piccolo again after drinking the ultra-divine water. Goku instantly kills drum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I had high hopes for this episode. I was ready for a, a good fight with Tien. It wasn't a good fight. But it really wasn't. Um, we, we see Drum, I think, for the first time, and he's, uh, he's, he's born clothed, uh, which I thought was interesting. Just, like, has pants on. I don't know where he got them. Clothes be it, man. Goku can materialize clothes. Or Piccolo can materialize clothes. Yeah, apparently he can. Yeah, he can. It's a gift. Um, so Tien is uh, not doing very well against uh, Drum. He's losing. Um, and so he's decides, I'm not going to focus on Drum. I'm, I'm just going to go for in for the kill here with this containment wave. So he uh, uses it, um, but, but Drum, um, much like a s- Secret Service agent, jumps in front of the beam and uh, he ends up grabbing Drum instead. Um, and then but he still fucking fails because Piccolo shoots the jar before Drum yeah. gets sucked into it. Right, so so he doesn't even get Drum. Here's my thing. I think that, I think, for one, Tien went into this fight way too angry, and so he yeah. wasn't thinking very well, because if you watch this back, he's not fighting smart. There's no solar flare. There's no use of any technique. It's just, I gotta be bigger and faster than this fucking guy. So yeah. because of his haste, he didn't realize that, you know, Drum in and, in and of himself is a, a strong fighter. Yeah. So, and just, it's just really hard because we literally just saw Tien. Yeah, he's awesome. Beat Goku. And now, and it's like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. You know, and I know Goku gets his divine water, but like still. Yeah, we know that he like has a, a great arsenal of moves. He literally called himself a master martial artist. Yeah. Which I would agree with. Yeah. And it's like, where are all your techniques, dude? Like, yeah. All you did was try to run faster than the monster. Yeah. That's not good. You gotta be smart. Break his leg, man. Solar flare? Try beam? What's going on here? Multiplication, the volleyball technique. These are all things these are all things we've seen. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. So, um, Drum is, now Tien's super tired, right? Because the, the containment wave would have killed him if he had, um, sealed either Drum or Piccolo. Well, not killed, but locked away. Well, no, Tien would have died from using Oh, yeah, 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 yeah So yeah. he's, like, super tired. Yeah, but because he didn't complete it, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. Meanwhile, um, Goku is also still on the way there, but as yeah. usual, has to make a pit stop because the army's there at, or some random place. Or King or Oxcan's castle, castle, yeah. Which Goku just happens to be flying over, mm-hmm. and they're there to kill the Oxcan, and so Goku, you know, touches down. Oxcan's doing fine, by the way. He's holding. 
shot, like, on his arm. Well, yeah, because uh, the, um, the army is instructed to kill the martial artist now. Yeah. Because Tambourine is dead. So, Piccolo just doesn't, he doesn't do it. Which is lame. Next thing you know. So they go to do it, and uh, I think Piccolo, or no, Goku jumps in front of an RPG, I believe. Yeah, because, um... He just takes an RPG to the face, and he's fine. Well, Chi-Chi gets upset, and so she fires off that fucking blade on her yeah, forehead. Yeah, yeah, And cuts, like, three dudes' guns in half, and then cool. they pull out an RPG and shoot at the octane, which Goku blocks. That helmet blade is, uh, underutilized. Underutilized, for sure, because she also has a laser beam on her, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Then Goku just intimidates the army. Yeah. But, well, I mean, in all fairness, the kid just took a freaking RPG to the face. I wouldn't want to mess with him. Yeah. That's but. enough for me. So they leave, and uh, he says he's going to go fight Piccolo, and he continues on. Um, and he arrives to uh, West City just as um, Drum is going in for the kill. He's about to hit Tien. Goku comes out of nowhere, knocks out Drum. Um, he... Uh, he kicks him so hard um, that his his eye comes out. Yes, it goes past him. That was pretty sweet. That was a little gory. It's quick. You barely yeah, see it. No, it was good, but I, I was just not expecting it. Um, we need more body mutilation yeah, in, in this show. Um, but there will be more in this arc, actually. Um, we also see purple blood for the first time. Yes. Because we learned that Namekians... Later, we we see that they bleed purple. Except for Piccolo, Piccolo does not bleed purple. Piccolo bleeds red blood. It's fair to note that in the censored version, that I believe they make the blood purple. Yeah, because it's okay to air. Yeah, and then also, uh, just before this episode gets wrapped up, the the gang heads out for West City. They, uh, I don't really understand why. They don't really understand why. Well, but they they just that. they just can't sit around, and uh, Yamcha again I think is uh, being a little selfish with his pride, and he's saying I have to go to help. Yeah. And so he brings these uh, he brings everyone Bulma and Launch with him. And Oolong, right? Is Oolong going? I don't remember. But they're they're, they're they're all like, useless. They're but they're especially those two. They're like liabilities. Oh like, yeah. Well, like, Bulma makes Yamcha take him along. True. So true. if Yamcha's one, if Yamcha's one thing besides prideful, it's a bitch. He's a prideful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling on into one twenty, uh, Goku strikes back. Mm-hmm. Goku, Goku starts his fight against King Piccolo. King Piccolo uses his full power. Yeah. Um. So Goku, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, it's you know they do they do a couple of little stalemates. Goku chucks Piccolo into a building. That was cool. Yeah, just grabs him by like the judo. Yeah, just chucks him into a building and it crumbles. And Tien's like, "What? What just happened?" Yeah, he is uh, shocked at how strong Goku is. Um, well, get used to it, Tien, because this is your future. Goku will always be super strong. Yeah. Um, so. It seems pretty even. Um, they're both short of breath after you know after the first round. The building, yeah, at the end of round one. Um, we also see Piccolo grow his fingernails, which was uh, I thought very odd. Like maybe for better scratching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, we also see um, we also see. King Fergie, who's a dog, and an Italian is dog. A, is he a dog? Yes, he's a dog. Really? Yeah. Dude, I wish you would have said that earlier. <laughs> I don't know, you know. <laughs> um, so they're watching from a distance. Basically, at this point, Goku has the upper hand. Yeah, yeah. It looks, so it's it looks, looking to be like a quick, pretty quick finish. It looks good. No, that's yeah. not how things work. Right, this is anime. So Goku, uh, I mean, Piccolo finally powers up, and Goku just lets him. Yeah, for the most part, which is gonna be well. That's what you do. Yeah, in anime, you let people charge up. Yep, and then Goku gets punched real hard and makes a big crater in the city. Yep, that's right. Yep, this episode ends. Yeah, so he yeah he's like in the in the in this hole in the ground basically. 
but then we hear him charging with Kamehameha at the very end. Yeah. And so then moving into 121, the biggest crisis, King Piccolo destroys Central City. Mm-hmm. Um, and we pick up right where we left off. Goku gets hit in the ground, in the crater. We hear the Kame. Mm-hmm. He jumps up. He's ready to go. Yep. We already know he's okay. Um, so he jumps up, fires the Kamehameha Piccolo. He's like, fuck you, you can't hit me. Goku says, nope. And lifts his arm up yeah, and yeah. throws the Kamehameha into a complete overtop Piccolo and then reverses its direction. Yeah, yeah, he can like go back it into Piccolo. And he can control it really well. Yeah, Which, but I think it's fair to say that it loses a certain amount of oomph when you uh, control it like that. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like it hits Piccolo very hard. Yeah, yeah. Piccolo gets upset about that. Yeah, yeah, he's bummed. Yeah, he's not happy. But he, they keep fighting, they keep fighting, and then Piccolo finally starts setting off laser beams out of his eyeball skins. I thought he did it from his fingers. It's from definitely from one of those two places. Yeah, regardless. But like he's fired off laser beams and hits Goku in the knee, and that takes out Goku's leg. His uh, his left leg is completely useless. Yeah, he's got a bad leg now. He can't walk very well. And um, Piccolo kind of takes advantage of that. And he charges up an attack, right? Yeah, he starts like being surrounded by like electricity. Yep. Um, charging up his signature move, the explosive demon wave. Pretty cool name. Pretty cool name. Not gonna lie. Yeah. And this is this is essentially an atomic bomb. Uh, essentially, yes. It goes off, and you see from the distance like the mushroom a cloud. big mushroom cloud. Um, the sky turns red. There's really strong winds coming from it. Like a, there's like a, I think there's a, a Bulma and her group. They're flying while this is going on, and like their plane becomes unstable because of the wind. It like yeah. starts to shake, and it looks like they might, they might crash. Um, so the whole city is now just gone. Right? It's just there's no city. Um, and it looks like Goku's gone until we realize that Tien mm-hmm. and his infinite wisdom is finally doing something right throughout this entire like three episode <laughs> arc has just enough energy to scoop Goku up and get him out of there and he like jumps into the sky or something. Yep. And that's that's pretty much it. And so they get back down and Yamcha's done. He's like, that's all I had, man. Just had one jump. Oh, Tien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Tien's done. Yamcha's I was going to say, Yamcha's been done. Yamcha's been done. <laughs> is now done. He's too tired to go on. And Goku is looking like he's back in the same situation. Piccolo just says, you know what? And to hell with this. I'll just do it again. Yeah. Which so, is fair. Yeah, just drop the second one. And this is where you have it in here. And I, and I agree with you. If someone would have had the, uh, the, for, the foresight to bring Sensu to be, we'd yeah. all be in a better place right now. Yeah, that well, being said, that's a trope that we find later. Yeah, that uh-huh. hasn't, hasn't been established as a reliable way to heal your injuries yet. Right, it's still a relatively new thing. But I, I guess Goku. Oh yeah, Goku finally has the hell of it and attacks Piccolo while he's charging. Yeah. So that's a concept we don't see a ton, but I yeah. like it. It was but, crazy. Because Goku's leg is, is not good, he can't hit him hard enough. Yeah, and so he then pretty much takes the the full. Or no, Piccolo starts firing rocks at him. Isn't that it? Well, well, no. Goku uh, attacks Piccolo while he's charging like the second atomic bomb, and since he hits him, he doesn't hit him as hard as he could have because of the bad leg. But he still gets the shot off. It's just weaker. Yeah. Um. So it's not enough to um, to hurt Goku. Yes. Really. Yes. Um. So I mean, between the dragon being dead and people being attacked while they're charging up, I don't even know what show I'm watching anymore. To be honest with you, I don't even know what's going on. They're just breaking all the rules. I mean, yeah, honestly. As this is all going on, Yamcha finally decides, you know, it's it's his time. Hmm. It's time for him mm-hmm. to get into the fight. Yeah. 
They they also receive a news report throughout this time that, okay. that, that a young man is fighting Piccolo along with a small boy. There's a bald man and a young boy. And so they're like, what is that? And then you kind of leave, kind of leave off with the Nimbus Cloud pulling Goku up from the second atomic blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like hanging on to the tail. To the tail, it's super silly. Pretty much it, much it. Yeah, that's that's where we uh, where we leave off. Do you not want to mention the Family Guy reference about about Piccolo's um, nails growing? Like oh, I mentioned that in the last one. Oh, I didn't say like Meg though. Yeah, they yeah. grow they grow like Meg's in Family Guy. Too. Yeah, um, that's what it made me think of. But uh, one twenty two final showdown in this episode: Goku kills King Piccolo, and Piccolo Junior is born. So we start off with. Goku standing there with his uh, with his bad leg, and he's he's still pretty confident. He's saying, "I'm gonna beat you no matter what." He's positive and sure. He is. He is. Um, he's he's. You can tell since he's had this ultra divine water that he's a little bit more cocky. I feel like. Um, so, because of this, Piccolo grabs Tian off the ground by the head. So he's holding Palms him. Yeah, he's like a basketball. He's got his he's got his head, and he starts to squeeze it. Um, and a classic bad guy move, right? You go for the weak guy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Yajirobe, while this is happening, Yajirobe shows up because he want he he's having an internal debate on whether or not he wants to be helpful. So he like arrives and he's like, "This is crazy. What am I doing?" And he turns around and drives back, and then he's like, "Wait, Goku owes me food." So yeah. he turns back and he decides that he's gonna help basically at the end. So um, while he's doing this back and forth, uh, launch, who's now blue, she sneezed on the way over, um, accidentally fires a RPG and all. Does he hit Yatrobi's car? No, almost, almost hit close hit. Um, and so that's maybe the comic relief of the episode. Yeah, I guess. Well. Uh, to be fair, right before that, Yamcha's like, Bulma, you can't come with me to the battlefield. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. And Bulma's like, fuck you, Yamcha. You're a bitch. Um, and then Launch sets off the RPG, and Yamcha's like, I guess I am a bitch. Yes, sir. It's like, I guess I am. But uh, while Piccolo is holding Yamcha, or while Piccolo's holding Tien, mm-hmm. squeezing his skull, he's also blowing rocks off the yeah. palm of his hand and yeah. slowly taking out all of Goku's extremities yeah. to the point where Goku has one arm that's left. Yeah, he like picks up a, a rock and he blows it super hard and hits Goku in the arm like a like a shotgun shell. And, uh, and so now he's got a bad arm and a bad leg. And then he does it to the second arm. And then I think he does it to the second leg. No, he no. has one arm left. Oh, yes. He does it to the one arm and then his other leg. So yeah. now he's he's got one out of four. He's, yep. got, he's got one arm left. He's on the ground at this point. He can't walk. He can't stand. Um, and he's not sure what to do because Piccolo has Tien. And he's like, he doesn't want Tien to die. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to do what I have to do because I can get the Dragon Balls and revive Revive you, revive Tian, and and Piccolo's like, actually, no, because I killed the dragon, and Goku's like, what? And at this point, he's like, he becomes, I think, I think this kind of puts him over the edge, and he gets real mad, and so, um, so um, after he's laying on the ground, um. Piccolo goes up into the air, and he, he's like, I've had enough playing around, and he's going to kill Goku now. He throws uh, Tien to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He flies up in the air, and uh, while he's while he's diving towards him, Goku uh, fires off an energy blast. You want to take it from here? Yeah. Um, it's like a command may have, but it's not. You actually see like the geographical shape of what he's trying to make inserted into the ground and so then he makes a beam that like fires him into the air and then when he gets to 
a certain velocity he let he like disconnects himself from the wave pull this fist up and then basically uses that to punch a giant hole through piccolo yeah it was sick yeah i mean the whole i mean it's 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 classic it was very climactic because he's like he's like being propelled like a like a jet or a rocket from his own blast and he's like i'm coming at you with everything i got and he moves his hand forward and he's flying at him and piccolo's like i'll block it good luck i'll block yeah, it so he holds out his hand and then it flashes back to goku and we see uh like in the background like a the Azuru, the, the the giant ape, um, and he goes right through Piccolo and leaves a massive hole in in his entire torso. Um, so we got some more gore. Yeah, um, and, uh, and then you get, I mean, it's not gore, but it's gross. As Piccolo's dying, he uh, throws out one last egg, which we're still not quite sure how he did that. Yeah, because where did it come from? Yeah. Because like, his neck is right here, and then... He's got a hole, like, right below it. Yeah, the only thing that I can think of is that he's the undisputed throat goat of DDT. <laughs> Absolute throssy. You had to say it. You had to say it. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the episode. So, yeah. we're not quite sure on the anatomy. And, and he says, uh, he says, like, revenge avenge me my son or something to that extent he like calls the egg his son and it fires off into the mountains and then piccolo blows up yeah which was silly and that hurts goku and sends goku flying down to the ground but he's caught at the very last second by yajirobe yes he arrives just in time um and then they laugh and um kind of then they kind of just wrap everything up tian is alive they get him out of there um Yajirobe is taking Goku to the Corn Tower to be healed. Because mm-hmm. he didn't bring a sensu bean. Mm-hmm. And then Tien is going to go back to the rest of them and, and tell them what happened. Yep. And then Goku is also going to figure out a way to revive his friends. Yeah, that's like the setup for the next arc. He's like, i got to yeah. figure out how to get my friends back. And so then, as Yajirobe is driving Goku out of there, the gang has seen him hit. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting to see who goes by, and they go by and see Goku. Yeah, like the first split Was that Goku? Yeah. And so, yeah, and I think that Tien explains to him. Tien also has a little bit of a bout with Goku real quick. And he's like, yeah, I'm you're amazing, like, Goku, but next time at the tournament, I'll be the champion. Yeah, and they're like, okay. We got more important things, dude. Look around. Yeah. Like, this is not the time. Not the time, Tien. Um, the only thing I want to add is that I just... Uh, I think more people should explode when they die. I think so, too. I hope I explode when I die. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? It would be super dangerous for you at the hospital. Yeah, yeah. when people die, they just explode. You get like a 10-second head start? Yeah, I don't know. You'd be like, go, 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 go. (laughs) Lower the blast shields. Just a a flesh bomb. That sounds pretty neat. Yeah. Anyway, so... uh, that's uh, that pretty much wraps up episode nine. So we'll see what happens to Goku in season five, um, the Piccolo Junior Saga, which will be two parts as well. Um, again, you can find all of our um, all of our links to our podcasts on um, Linktree, uh, linktr.ee/thegfp. Um, you can also shoot us an email at the Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're on uh, Instagram. That's our only social is uh, Instagram. Um, and, and we're getting a little more active on there, so feel free to reach out. Uh, and we will uh, we will see you guys in the next couple of weeks for oh, Piccolo yes. Junior Part 1. And then we'll get... Then it's, it. then it's time for Z. I'm excited. Oh, we got a Dragon Ball movie to throw in there at some point. We, we do, yeah. We're going to do Dead Zone um, after Season 5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Good All stuff. right, I'm excited. Keep in mind, there's some filler that we're gonna be skipping in the uh, upcoming yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. Don't hate us. Yep, yep. There's some filler. So this uh, next arc includes a time jump, and in that time jump, there is some filler. So yeah, a little horny for episodes. So. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna watch up to 126, and then we're gonna skip to 133. In case you're following along. So if you're following along, you can skip those. 
Or watch or watch them and let us know what you thought. Yeah, I mean, it's probably still pretty good. Right? I mean, I I was thinking about like maybe trying to throw the filler in, but the the last filler in the last arc left a bad taste in my mouth. So yeah, yeah. I'm good on that, homies. Yep. All right. So uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks Signing for listening. Off.